Um, hey guys, uh, welcome back to the multi-dimensional journey. This is your host, Ayahuasca Carr, and thank you so much for returning back to the podcast, or if you're listening on the YouTube, thank you so much for returning back to the YouTube. This channel is all about wellness, spirituality, mental health, and we talk a lot about Ayahuasca on this channel. And today we are talking about you know, a really important topic, which is ayahuasca integration challenges. And if you've been following me for a while, you definitely have heard me get really real about this topic um, to really bring light to that. This is this is really a common challenge that we want to be able to feel, you know, resourced and we want to feel effective and we want to know the tools in order to address you know, when these really common ayahuasca integration challenges are coming up. So the challenge that we're going to be focusing on today is, um, is actually multiple challenges in one topic, which is, you know, integrating the highest self, integrating the God self within that we discover in our plant medicine experiences. And, you know, so when I say God self, right, it is the most authentic version of ourselves that we were born into in this life. You know, when we we were in, in the womb, right, the soul comes into a body. And and I'm and by the way, I'm not here to change your beliefs about something. If you believe something else, you know, there's another way we can we can talk about this if that makes sense. Um and so just realizing that um, we all have an innate and authentic version of ourselves. And then we come into our families, right? And that's where we begin to be programmed in different ways through messaging, through our parents, whether it's, um, you know, verbal communication to us or how we become or we don't become attached to our caregivers and all the the core beliefs that we form and the way that we show up in the world, right, is really affected by our initial experiences as, as children. And ayahuasca really takes us to, you know, who we actually are rather than who we are as a result of programming in our families, programming through gender, programming through, um, you know, what we should be doing here on earth, whether it's, you know, to work yourself sick or, you know, think that you need to become something, you know, it's more so getting down to who am I, you know, what do I believe in? What are my values? And the medicine shows us in a miraculous way with precision, absolute precision, who we actually are. And then when it comes to actually embodying those things, right, it's it's kind of like, it feels like a war at times with ourselves, which we'll talk about you know, how to, to overcome that. Um, but what I mean when I say that, like when it feels like a war within ourselves, it's like um, there's a lot of resistance that is coming up when we're integrating this highest self because all the other parts of us that have been created, you know, the parts of us that want to protect ourselves or the parts of us that think we need to be something in order to get something or, you know, there's, there's so many versions of that, right? There's so many versions 
of, you know, what could possibly be getting in the way. Hello, hello on Instagram. Uh, by the way, for my podcasters and my YouTube people, I'm also live on Instagram right now. So um, it's like, it's, there's, there's a lot of things to integrate and renegotiate when it comes to really living in that truth of the highest self. And that's normal. That's natural. That is a part of the process. You know, we, I think as humans, what I've witnessed in myself and my students and just people who've taken ayahuasca, we get really frustrated with that process rather than inviting in the process. We think this shouldn't be happening. You know, I was given all the answers in the ceremony. Why can't I just go integrate it? Well, I mean, I wish it was that easy, but it's, it's, it's not. And when I, when I mean, when I say that it's not to be disempowering, it's just to, once we realize that it is like, this isn't an easy path. And in order to be effective practitioners of this path, we just need like tools so that you can feel empowered so that you can understand that this happens in certain phases, kind of like childhood development, right? There's certain like, you know, milestones and stages that literally have to happen. Literally it's, we have it down to a science guys in order to become fully realized adults. Yet we all know in childhood, those milestones and the things that need to happen are often like missed, you know, not, not always to the fault of the child, but the environment that they're in. Right. So with ayahuasca integration, you know, there's certain things that, that will happen naturally and normally, and it is a part of the process, you know, so today's talk about is how do we address these challenges, integrating the God self, integrating the authentic self, integrating, you know, you know, in this moment, ask yourself, who am I at the most authentic you know, who am I in the most authentic version of myself? Can you, can you feel that part of yourself? Can you connect with that part of yourself? Do you know who that part of yourself is? And I'm, you know, I'm personally not looking for a particular answer. It's just a question to propose to your, to you to really meditate on that. And, um, and, you know, with ayahuasca, the medicine helps us with that question. It reveals it to us. It like takes all the layers of all the, the BS, so to speak, all the trauma, all the program and being like, okay, there you are. This is who you are. And now we get a chance to be able to see clearly. I mean, that's another thing she does for us. She gives us perfect vision to see what is in alignment and what isn't. And it's up to us to make the choice, to make the changes in our lives, to really be able to embody it. And as you know, um, change and transformation, you know, there's like a million books and courses and everything out there right now that talks specifically on this topic, that change is hard. You know, we can really get really basic here changing a habit is hard, right? And 
a lot of our habits will change in the ayahuasca integration continuum. Like, you know, I'll say it again, I might sound like a broken record, but naturally and normally, it's just a part of the process. And um, so, okay, so let's get to the part where we talk about, you know, tools and resources that are going to make this process effective, <laughs> if I can say less painful, you know, however, however you want to say it. Um, so one of the things I teach my students, you know, and I have a pretty good, um, thank you. Thanks, Brittany, for saying that. Yes. Um, I, I've put together like a step-by-step -step process in which I believe makes this process more effective and easier so that you can feel empowered you know, you can feel like when you do feel stuck in your process, you can get unstuck. So, you know, having effective tools and resources so that you can understand when something is coming up inside of you or it's unearthing inside of you that you know what to do. That is what I mean by empowerment. You know, giving somebody the tools so they can understand themselves and their reality. Like that's, that is empowerment, you know, no matter what type of coach you are or whatever space you're in, that's what the whole purpose is, you know, to give you the, the seeing and the tools to create your own transformation and manifest whatever it is that you want, right? So in my program, in my one-to-one -one coaching, in my group program, there's there's a few tools that I use very heavily because I heavily believe in them and they're the thing is, they're very simple, but implementing them can be challenging as well at times, just depending on the material that's arising. But the other thing that is really important in this entire process is um, trusting it. We, you know, I have to trust the process. My students have to trust the process. Ayahuasca will definitely demand that we trust the process. Um, you know, so it's, uh, there's, there's a lot happening here. So, um, so one of the first tools or techniques that I ensure that I, you know, make sure I have a conversation with my students is that they're practicing mindfulness. So what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is the ability to observe ourselves non-judgmentally. And that it's like, I just said all that in one sentence, right? And and it's, it's simple yet profound. If we are not able to create space inside and not believe every single thought that is coming through our head and we don't have the ability to regulate, it's going to be really hard. And, you know, this isn't something that I've come up with. I just, you know, I want to call that out really quick is like mindfulness is an ancient technology that's been pulled from Eastern practices. And it's like, you know, thankfully it's made its over its way over into the West and is now integrated and suggested um, in almost every like psychotherapy practice. You know, the, the world of psychotherapy has absolutely changed that there has to be a focus on the ability to be mindful and be present in order to create, you know, true peace, true transformation. And 
the, the biggest thing that I teach my students is like, we want to begin to have the ability to literally, like, if you just watch my body, like, here's all my stuff coming up. And I want the ability to literally sit back and watch it. Because if I can't watch it, I will be consumed by it. I will jump on every single train that comes by, you know, and we have to create space, right? We have to have the ability between the core self and all the stuff coming up. We have to create space. And ayahuasca does this perfectly, magnific magnificently. I don't know if I can say that right. Um, studies show that there's a huge increase in mindfulness post ayahuasca ceremony and even during you know it shows it lights up in the brain and what's happening there is the person's ability to actually observe what has happened to them rather than taking it on as an identity wow let's say that again being able to observe what has happened or to witness what's happening instead of taking it on as an identity. Because that's the thing that the medicine does so incredibly too, is that she can tweeze out, you know, what I think my identity actually is and who, and who I actually am, you know, once again, taking us to that most authentic version of ourselves and helping us see what is survival, what is programming, what is actually not in alignment, right? And so the mindfulness, bringing it into an, a daily practice to be able to witness ourselves and to, um, to be able to watch our thoughts, watch our body, you know, all of these things. And a lot of it is a rewiring of our relationship to ourselves, to our mind, to our body, to our spirit is a whole, integrating that all is like a whole thing, right? So that is, that's why mindfulness is at definitely the forefront of the, the accoutrement, so to speak, in the step-by-step -step process, because, you know, so that you can empower yourself to not feel at the whims of everything. So you can begin to see differently, feel differently. Um, the second part in the in the step-by-step -step process is learning breath work. So breath work is the ability, it gives us the ability to ground, to regulate, to move through small and big emotions, small traumas, big traumas, you know, so functional breath work allows us to center, meaning like, you know, uh, belly breathing, diaphragmatic breathing, Wim Hof technique, um, you know, breath of fire, alternate nostril breathing. These are all tools that I use with my students. And um, everyone has to integrate it in their own way, and it gives us the ability to regulate our central nervous system, right? Because we have to take into account that our central nervous system is driving a lot of things. It's driving our identity. It's driving our survival. And if we don't get a handle on it, if we don't understand it, then it's we really feel betrayed by our own minds and our bodies. So we really got to understand how it works. We got to understand that we are the master of this home that we're live, like literally living in. Like my body is my home. My mind is my home. I have to live with myself every day. And in order to 
yeah, Wim Hof, she says, yes, I love it. Um, and so in order to regulate, that's, that's a huge part of the program. Um, last but not least, um, the inner child and the reparenting work and you know if you stick around and you work with me for a long time we realize it isn't just about the inner child it's about the inner teenager it's the parts of us that have been absolutely wounded you know it's of the parts of us that have been have literally gone through events that have created certain core but core beliefs and identities because of a certain event so um into I mean, if you if you if you decide to take ayahuasca, if you've already taken ayahuasca, you will not be able to deny this anymore. <laughs> so, like, there's things that have happened in all of our lives, including myself, that have absolutely shaped me. You know, and ayahuasca has definitely been one of those things, right? Obviously, like, look at my whole life that I'm doing. Um, but prior, a lot of it was from a disempowered place. I didn't love myself. You know, I couldn't stick up for myself. I had no voice because I grew up in a family where, you know, you were voiceless. Like, in fact, if you spoke up, you were shunned or shamed or dismissed or, you know, all these all these things that a lot of us can relate to. And um, being able to work with those parts and do something called renegotiating. So the renegotiation is the integration, meaning I don't show up to the same situations as the same person anymore. In fact, I'm able to see, for example, a toxic situation and be like, yeah, I've been here before. I know what this looks like and I'm out. Bye. <laughs> no, but, but for real, like being able to seek more clearly and be like, to have that awareness, like if we are attracted to situations where I don't feel in alignment anymore because of my work with ayahuasca or my inner work that I've done, I can see maybe parts of myself that are attracted to that. Maybe I, I want to go back into a situation that's difficult because I actually want to resolve it. There's a part of me that doesn't feel complete and finished. So I will actively, well, subconsciously seek out situations where I can actually rehearse it and try to heal it, which is really, really common. You know, this is psychology, attachment theory 101 right here. But the ayahuasca will quickly show us that, you know, who is my true self? Now the true self is in front, right? And now I can work with all the wounded parts as the higher self reparents all the other aspects. Meaning, you know, I know who's sitting at the table, who's the CEO of all the parts. You know, when we're reactive and we're subconsciously uh, showing up at the world with, with our trauma and we don't even know it, you know, um, which is, that's, this is normal. This is okay. There's nothing wrong with it. And, and when we get in a rearrangement of those parts, then we're empowered to see things more clearly. Then we're empowered to understand so that, you know, we can recognize situations and we can take a step back and, you know, this taking the step back is from the mindfulness we learned earlier. And so we can breathe through it, right? You can see why these things are so important. And we're really talking about like truly changing on these super deep levels, super, super deep. So that's why um, uh, 
that's why um, these, you know, these step-by-step process processes are so important and so effective so that you can be able to be the witness to yourself, so you can regulate yourself, so you can work with certain aspects of yourself, so you can truly feel empowered and from these tools, literally manifest anything you want in life. Because if I know how to work through my resistance, my struggles, my challenges that will always come up, not just in the healing process, but also when I am expanding into new things, expanding into my business, expanding into a soul aligned relationship, expanding into these new things, those patterns will come up even then. So it's all about becoming wiser, and healthier and and all these incredible things. So you literally can get what you want in this life, okay? Um, And there's a bunch of other things I go over with my students and inside of my coaching program um, that are very individualized, you know? It's like um, no one person is the same. Everyone has a different story. They've been through different things. So obviously, you know, I can't go through all of the things either on the YouTube or the podcast, you know, but these, these are really, you know, the meat and potatoes, if that makes sense of, uh, what I teach and what I know and what I understand as far as when it comes to a trauma informed approach to ayahuasca preparation and integration. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed the YouTube or the podcast. Um, and if you have any questions, please let me know. And just so you know, I have a program that's coming up here in late April. We're going through a whole launch all of March, all of April. Pre-registration is open now. And when you pre-register, you get $600 off the entire program just for pre-registering and it's a three-month ayahuasca integration program about self-empowerment transformation you know being in a community of people that are on the same path as you that really want to take this work deep and really um do incredible things with it so you have like amazing bonuses in the program including um we'll go through an ayahuasca healing diet together we'll make agua de florida so that you can clear and cleanse we're gonna even go over how to like launch your soul aligned business now this isn't a business course so we're not going to go like super super deep with it but most people who are on this path feel called to serve other people it's just natural they they (laughs) you've gone through so much dark stuff and you've totally transmuted it like of course you want to share that with other people right and um and starting a business and all this stuff is a lot of work so we go over that in the program as well briefly and then we'll actually have um a tarot reader come in and do a group tarot reading and i have a lot of other bonuses planned too so if you are at the very least interested you can check out the link on the podcast or in the youtube um and if you're watching here on instagram you can also check it out in the link in my bio So uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And um, as always, remember why you came here.